Hello and welcome to LSH Talks, a podcast hosting important conversations within the commercial property sector. Within this season of the podcast, I will be speaking to women working within our network, shining the light on these talented individuals. In this episode, I'll be speaking with Laura Sweet, fund manager at Mayfair Capital. So I'm Laura Sweet and I am a fund manager at Mayfair Capital. I've been at Mayfair Capital for nearly eight years. And before Mayfair, I was actually at LSH where I did the grad scheme. How did you get into the field? I guess if you did the grad scheme, then that's like an introduction anyway. But maybe talk a bit about like your journey into property and the grad scheme could be a good thing to start with. Got into the field by lots of other people doing the postgraduate degree in property. I got a job at LSH on the grad scheme and I did my four rotations there And after qualifying, I joined the investment department. I always knew personally that I really wanted to go client side to get a sort of really holistic view of property. I grasped an opportunity when it came after I'd done a few deals with Mayfair Capital and they asked if I wanted to join them. It maybe felt a little bit early in my career at the time, but I'm really glad I took the opportunity and just went with it because you never really know what's around the corner. Yeah, I completely agreed. That's a really nice introduction. What would you say has been a big challenge that you've perhaps faced in your career so far that you might remember experiencing? I was thinking about the biggest challenge that I faced in my career and it probably maybe was on the grad scheme at LSH because I felt like I wasn't necessarily given the sort of glamorous rotations that other people on the grad scheme had and I was a bit concerned that none of them felt like they would be a perfect fit for me in terms of a permanent role. So I really wanted to be in the investment team. But out of all of us grads, it was a number of the men made it onto those rotations and they were going for a permanency in that team. That was a real challenge for me. But I I sort of overcame that by not letting it stop me and thinking, how would I get onto that as a permanent role? So I spoke to the head of the department and showed him that I had real tenacity and really wanted to do this role and how could I get a role there I think it helped that I really proved myself in the departments that I didn't necessarily want to be in forever but actually worked hard and so he could see that I had good work ethic and by the fact that I come to speak to him I think he thought that I was confident enough to for him to take a punt on me and put me in his team. Have you taken any particularly big risks within your career so far and would you say that they were worth it? So I, I don't feel like I've taken any particularly big risks so far in my career. But I would say that on a sort of almost daily basis, I try and take a risk to sort of think like a man and push myself to the next part of my career, even if deep down I'm really worried that I'm super underqualified. I still think this, even looking at some of the men who are far more junior than me in my organisation, I think to myself, God, I, I don't have half the confidence they have. Would I be able to do that, especially at their sort of age and level. And I think I have to take quite a big risk in myself and just sort of tricking myself into believing that I can do whatever I need to do. Is there any particular advice you would give to other women who are potentially at the very beginning of their career journey? Maybe they're either still at school or just starting university? I think you just have to get stuck into it and just do it. And I think as long as you really prove that you can work hard, people do trust you. So I'm I'm currently at the stage of my life where I've got, well, one young child and one on the way, and I'm having to sort of alter my way of working to allow for nursery pickups, which feels uncomfortable to me. And I do feel guilty about this at times and compare myself to the men who I work with. But as the things progress and more women are working, I think it's just got to 
become more normal for both parents to adjust their working hours and accommodate for picking up young children. And if we don't challenge this status quo and get both the men in our lives, but also in our offices to help us with it, then we're just going to remain feeling guilty forever. And in reality, no one actually gets annoyed if I leave early and I end up working doubly hard on the train or during the day to ensure that I'm still on top of all my work. So it's actually a win-win for the organisation and myself. Was there any advice that you were given when you first started out that still resonates with you now? Don't think of yourself as being different for being a woman or being discriminated for being a woman. I've just always assumed, based on this advice, that I'll be treated the same regardless of the fact that I'm still pretty much often the only woman in many meetings. And I think it's not just necessarily people in property, but it has also been my parents who have just believed in me that why would I be treated any differently for being a woman? And I think that advice sort of helps with a certain attitude that filters through to me now, despite what I've said previously about feeling a slight lack of confidence compared to the other men in in my world. It's also just assuming that you will be treated the same. Do you think the challenges and opportunities for women have changed at all over the course of your career? And if they have, maybe if you have any examples of anything you think that has changed in particular? I think the opportunities have definitely improved, but I would say that I think it's actually been extremely slow moving, especially given that there's been a conversation surrounding gender balance for a seriously long time now. I mean, I think the stats show that even though on some grad schemes there's even a majority of women, these women don't actually filter into the more middle and senior management position. And for me, this kind of relates back to my thoughts on the fact that we need the men in our lives and our officers to be empowered to to take on more responsibility for childcare and enable women to have a more equal role in the workplace. I actually sort of believe that this could be improved with shared parental leave policies allowing women to come back to work earlier and making it more normal for both parents to be involved in the childcare. And I just really hope that the challenges sort of become less and the opportunities become more for women over the course of the next 10 years, because I think that women can bring so much to the table in terms of differing viewpoints and general diversity, and we need them in more senior levels in the workplace. So how do you think companies can help to achieve this? So again, I think it's sort of back to can we have improved shared parental leave policies and empowering all employees to just be able to work more flexibly and not stigmatise leaving the office early to collect your children, just make it completely normal, sort of enabling employees to just work hard wherever they want to. I mean, the pandemic has showed that we don't need to be sitting at our desk, but I think a couple of you know years on now and going forwards, it's sort of come normal that you sort of back to working at your desk, showing that you're there, whereas actually we know that we can work just as hard wherever we are. Did you ever have a plan B career option? Was there anything other than property that sparked your interest when you were younger, even if it was just like a thought when you were 12? Like it doesn't, you know, was there ever anything else? I actually did a medical degree. So my alternative career path was to be a doctor. I have to say I'm delighted that I chose property. I've never actually looked back. Does International Women's Day mean anything in particular to you? I think International Women's Day is still a really important day to highlight women and all they're doing. But I'm actually 
actually really hoping that in my lifetime it becomes a totally unnecessary day because there isn't any gender bias and we don't need to celebrate women on one particular day. Yeah, and then it can be something that's celebrated every day and that it doesn't need to actually be celebrated at all. Do you have any top tips for success? Yes, success for me is being the best I can be in my role and climbing the career ladder. And I think that's individual for every single person. But I also want to be able to set a good example to my sons of what an equal and balanced working parent household can look like, not just my husband, not just me, but both of us together doing all the chores together, but also having very equal jobs um, and working relationships. Thank you for listening. And to find out more, please visit lsh.co.uk.